Good morning and thanks for joining me. Well, today we continue in Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16, the second stanza. And I'm particularly fond of the NIV's translation of this section. I'll be reading from the NIV 84, so if you have a later version, it will be slightly different. Well, join me if you have a Bible nearby as we read the text. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Remember I mentioned last week that Psalm 119 is an acrostic. It has 22 stanzas for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And each verse of a particular stanza begins with the same Hebrew letter. So each verse of today's stanza begins with a word that begins with the equivalent of our letter B. It is the letter bet. Interestingly, there's also a word bet, which means house or home. It's used, for example, in a word you might recognize, Bethel, more commonly pronounced Bethel. Bethel is a combination of bet, which means house, plus El, which means God. Bethel is the house of God. And as commentator Herbert Locklear notes, the underlying thoughts of this second stanza is making our heart a home for the Word of God. So when should we begin making our heart a home for the Word of God? Well, the psalmist recommends as young as possible. Verse 9, how can a young man or young woman keep his or her way pure? By living according to your word. Our world tends to say, live it up while you're young. And then if you want to turn to religion, well, you got time. You can do that when you're older. But God says, start now. Start as young as possible. Because forming good habits now impacts all of life. If we read the Bible and pray and go to church and practice integrity while we're young, well, we're more likely to continue later in life. Of course, if you didn't start young, it's not too late. You can start now. But God's point is, the younger the better. So parents, please start now with your children. Purchase a children's Bible or, or a Bible story series and start reading the Bible to them when they're just infants and toddlers. Ultimately, Psalm 119 says, verse 11, that all of us need to hide God's Word in our hearts. We want to do more than just read God's Word. We want to study it and even memorize it. We want the Word of God readily available in our minds so we're able to recall it in moments of need. And this is one reason why it's important to start young. For we all know it's easier to retain information when we're young. And we want to retain God's Word, as is declared in verses 9 and 11, so that we might keep our way pure and not sin against God. 
You see, our world is full of enticements and temptations. Over 100 years ago, Bible teacher Alexander McLaren said that the world has many more inducements to do wrong than inducements to do right. If he said that about the early 1900s, I wonder what he would say now. We need the Word of God to empower us to resist temptation and enable us to live holy lives. And let's be clear, we cannot do this on our own. That's why the psalmist says to God, verse 12, teach me your decrees. When we study the Bible, we need God through His Holy Spirit to teach us so that we might properly understand and apply the Bible. Therefore, anytime we study the Bible, we need to pray. And we need to ask God to open our eyes so that we can see what He wants to teach us. And then we want to ask God to guard us against any false understanding of the Bible. Well, pastor and commentator James Boyce suggests that the final section of this stanza points us to four practical exercises for studying Scripture. Verse 13, With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. One of the best ways to learn God's Word is to verbalize it or to teach it to others. The teacher often learns the most. Second, he says, verse 14, I rejoice in following your statutes. Another good way to learn God's Word is to rejoice in it. And we rejoice in it by doing personal devotions and by being involved in corporate worship. Third, verse 15, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Meditation has fallen on hard times in Protestant circles, for we associate it with Eastern meditation like Buddhist monks, or at best with Roman Catholics, monks, and nuns. But meditation, beloved, is biblical. Meditation is turning something over and over in our minds so that we can see the fullest implications and applications. So we should most certainly do this with God's Word. Meditate on God's Word. And then fourth, verse 16 says, I delight in your decrees. Similar to rejoicing, but Boyce points out that rejoicing is exuberant, festive joyfulness. Whereas delight is a settled pleasure. Delight in this case is a settled determination not to neglect the study of the Bible. Delighting in the Bible encourages us to not let everything else crowd out the study of God's Word. Well, this is a great section of Psalm 119. And there's much here for us to meditate on this day. Let's pray and ask the Lord to empower us as we continue to study Scriptures. Let's pray together. Lord, give us a renewed hunger for Your Word. May we delight in Your Scriptures. I pray that each of us would determine to not neglect the study of the Bible. Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, may we study Your Word and meditate upon it and even memorize it, hiding it in our hearts so that we can keep our way pure. And Lord, when we are tempted when we are enticed by the things of this world, 
Turn us to the truth of Your Word and keep us from sin. To You, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all glory, praise, and honor today and forevermore. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Have a great week. Goodbye.